Welcome back, everybody. Did I fuck up my settings? No, I didn't. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 12 of Stop It, That's Weird. I can't believe we're on 12 episodes already. That means we've been doing this show for 12 weeks, I think. Or close to it. That's three months. That's three whole months that I've been doing this. Which is crazy. When you have no concept of time. The passage of time. Everything seems simultaneously... Didn't Jenna Marbles say it perfectly? She said something like, Life is incredibly short, but also insufferably long at the same time. You know what I mean? Both of those things are true. (laughs) They feel accurate 24-7, all the time. And I'm laying down. This is the episode where we cuddle a little bit on my couch. Because this is where we're at today. I tested the audio. I can hear the echo. And it sounds loud to me. But when I tested it, I adjusted my settings on my microphone. So it hopefully isn't too bad for you. I hope your listening experience is oh so pleasant. Because we're cuddling. (laughs) This is the episode where we cuddle on my couch. Because this this is mentally where I'm at today. Okay? I could be bothered to go upstairs to my office and record up there, but I don't want to. I don't feel like it. My body is telling me to be prone today. The whole day, if I can. Um, That's not true. I'm not going to do that. That is what my body wants, I feel. Um, To just rest. Like, I'm so tired. I'm so mentally tired and physically tired. That I probably will lounge for most of the day. But as I said in another episode, I cannot actually ever sit still for a whole day. Um, So I'm sure I'll do something. Yesterday, I was trying to do the rest thing and ended up taking Miri on a walk. And we'll talk about it later in this episode. It's in my notes to talk about just... um, Uh, you know, I'm always moving my body in some way, you know what I mean? And so I'm trying to listen to my body and meet myself where I'm at. And this is, okay, this is an accommodation. This is where I'm at today. We're doing the podcast prone. (laughs) And I'm doing that also because I'm, I'm about to go on a little mini vacation with my bestie. By the time you hear this, we're already back because I'm pre-recording. That's why, that's the whole thing. Last week, I um, recorded and edited two episodes um, to try to get a little bit ahead, and now I'm doing another one just to get, like, extra ahead so that I don't, like, by the time I get back, I don't feel like I have to cram in recording another episode if I don't feel like it. Because when you're neurodivergent, when you're autistic going on a vacation is so fun well I shouldn't say that for everybody sometimes vacations are not fun for people but for me it's very fun but it is often um kind of draining you know what I mean I I think a lot of people feel that way but I think particularly neurodivergent people are like this is going to be so much fun but I'm going to have to use every last morsel of of energy and effort that I have to to make this vacation fun so then when I get back I'm kind of drained from the vacation you know what I mean so anyway I was like let me make my life a little bit easier 
and record today so that I can maybe edit tomorrow and then we'll leave a couple days after that and I'll be golden. Fucking golden, boys. Um, let's get into the notes that I have here. <laughs> I'm such a f- moron. I put in, this is what I, sometimes, <laughs> if you guys have heard me just like reading off of my notes app, I just write in like a stream of consciousness kind of way. It's very bizarre sometimes. Like I've re- I've read uh, several times like notes that I've put. Huh? Notes that I put in my notes app. I've re- I've like read them verbatim. It, it it sometimes it just doesn't fucking make any sense. And for some reason, you know, sometimes I'll open my notes app and I'll be like, this will be funny to talk about and then I read it later and I'm like, "Oh my god, who cares?" Oh my god, who cares? You know? And so I said this. I had beef bulgogi from Trader Joe's. And I just burped and it tasted really bad. What's that about? It goes down fine and then nasty burps. Get Hank Green on it. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's what verbatim what I wrote in my notes. Which is true, you know? I got this <laughs> vegan... <laughs> I got this vegan (laughs) beef bulgogi from Trader Joe's and it's good. It's not great, but it's good. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm going to try something different. Uh, You know, different. (laughs) Something different. (laughs) What am I trying to say? You know, sometimes you go to stores and it feels like the options are always the same for vegans you know what I mean and I love tofu but sometimes I'm like I just want like when they have a different thing that I've never tried before I've never tried vegan vegan beef bulgogi before so I'm gonna give it a shot and so it's good and it's not great and I also kind of like made a little like home because it wasn't there wasn't enough sauce on it (laughs) and so I was like I'm gonna make a little like makeshift uh teriyaki sauce to kind of go on on there you know with like soy sauce and some sugar and um a little bit of chili oil and like garlic and stuff and I'll put that on there and that will be good and it is good but it's not great is what I'm saying (laughs) but truly what is the deal when you eat something and you're like that's that was good and then you burp like 30 minutes later and you're like foul that was disgusting what is going on there scientifically hmm is it is it is it like a vomit reflex your body's like huh i just don't know i don't know i don't have the brains i don't have the smarts to (laughs) explain um and then my next note says this is where we're at which i already said laying down recording the body my body's tired this week imagine that we're cuddling it's like that Harry Styles dream story thing. If you haven't listened to that, there's also a Killian Murphy one. <laughs> you know? It's so good. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like they're whispering right in your little ear. <laughs> Ew, I hope that's not what this sounds like to you. I'm so sorry. Ew, I'm so sorry. I'm going to back up from the mic now. <laughs> because the idea of me trying to do something like that where I'm like whispering in your ear makes me nauseous sick disgusting let's see okay I'm gonna get in sometimes hello oh that's my cat I was like is it raining no it's my cat scratching on the scratching post oh it is raining 
It is raining outside. It was raining. You know, I the end, and we'll get to it. But <laughs> I sleep. I think I've said this before. I sleep with my uh, window open. You know how you, you you could do that where you open your window sometimes when you're sleeping, and then a cool breeze rolls in, and that feels amazing. Um, so I do that most nights, and last night, there was just, like, the, this beautiful, gorgeous little pitter-patter of rain outside my window, and it was incredible. But I also had so much caffeine yesterday, which I never do. Um, is it a neuro- I'm throwing this out there, totally a shot in the dark. Is it a neurodivergent thing to be highly sensitive to caffeine? That can't be, because I know, I know men in particular who are ADHD that- fucking drink ungodly amounts of caffeine and somehow they're still functioning and sleeping regularly normally so that's so that can't be true but i'm sensitive to caffeine and my sleep schedule's been a little fucky this week it's been a little weird and so i um i think it was yesterday like friday night through saturday morning i slept i think for like 11 hours or something which my body just needs sometimes because I've said before you know what that's annoying me I keep saying like I've said before on the pod and 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 once again like I've said previously and y'all have heard me say this before on the pod actually shut the fuck up (laughs) shut up okay um I'm a bad sleeper like I just sleep for like a few hours and then I will wake up sometimes for several hours before I can go back to sleep. And so to sleep like 11 hours in a row is probably amazing for me. I probably added years onto my life by doing that. What the fuck was I saying? Um, what was the reason for that? What was the reason for that? I said, I, I, oh, um, and so I, because I slept, I just did the Joe Biden thing. I had this moment yesterday where I did this, where I was like, I said, I said, I think, <laughs> how's your mental focus? Oh, I, I <laughs> always focused. <laughs> Look, I think of myself, no, <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> stay focused. I had too much caffeine, is what I'm saying. I slept for 11 hours, and then the next day I was like, I still feel tired and I don't want to take a nap in the middle of the day because I feel like that'll make things even worse. And so what did I do? I had like fucking six cups of tea and that's not a lot for people, but it's a lot for me. I have like one cup of black tea in the morning and then sometimes I'll do a green tea in the afternoon (laughs) and that's it because I'm a literal child, I'm a literal baby, and yesterday I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a couple, couple cups of black tea, and then I had green, I don't know, it felt like I had a lot, I don't remember, because I don't remember anything that ever happens to me, or that I say, or do, and then, surprise, surprise, last night, I couldn't fucking sleep, actually, I, I, this thing has been happening where I've been insanely tired, I've always been a person who, um, and we'll get to the segments when we get to them, okay? Bear with me! (laughs) I have a hard time falling asleep. I've always been a person that has a hard time falling asleep. And lately, I haven't had that problem at all. Um, I've been, like, I've been laying down and watching a video for, like, 
maybe 20 minutes when it used to take me sometimes an hour or two fucking hours to fall asleep I'll lay down for like maybe 20 minutes and I'm zonked out I'm so tired but then I fall asleep for a short period this is a new thing for me I'm falling asleep for like a short period of time like an hour or two and then I can't go back to sleep for a while so I fell asleep last night probably like uh, between 11 and 12 probably uh and then I woke up at like 2 a.m and couldn't go back till almost six o'clock in the morning last night that's what happened and and that's and I I woke up this morning and I was like well why did that happen I know that sometimes I'll you know I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like well I'm not gonna go back to sleep for an hour or two but like four hours or so what was that about and then I was like you had so much caffeine so much more caffeine than you normally do duh duh dude so anyway the first segment we're getting we're at the first segment sensory nightmare of the week lots of nausea and things tasting gross to me suddenly when i need to eat more because i'm working out a lot and i need to get more protein as a vegan this i don't know how the fuck to deal with this i really don't um i'm self-conscious also that that um me talking about working out on the pod is annoying you know i'm self-conscious that i'm like turning into an actual obnoxious like gym bro that's like talking about how much they're lifting all the time and no one gives a shit nobody gives a fuck trisha you know that's how i feel but it is part of my life so i'm probably going to talk about it occasionally it's been a massive accomplishment for me so i feel proud of myself but so as I said before, <laughs> as I said in a different, in a previous episode, I, I'm lifting more, uh, weight, okay, because I just want to see if I can get, like, you know, Adam Driver in Star Wars shredded, you know, I just want to see if I can do that, um, <laughs> so, uh, which means I have to up my calories, too, you know what I mean? because you got to eat more to build more muscle and particularly protein and if I haven't said on the pod before I'm vegan I'm an annoying fucking stupid silly vegan and I've been vegan you know I don't want to hear any criticism you know what you can criticize all you want (laughs) you can do whatever you want baby I'm just happy that you're here kisses but (laughs) I don't want to hear any criticism uh, because I've been vegan for a long time. You know what I mean? When I, I just don't like talking about it with people often because people, I think, immediately are like, oh, another vegan. And that's fair and that's valid and that's fine. Um, but I've been vegan for, in 2024, it'll be like 12 years. Even my family is like, uh, you're still doing that? You're still just eating a lot of broccoli, huh? cool cool trisha and also that's that's also a fair reaction because i do like broccoli i do and i like tofu but i am struggling a smidge to get in enough like protein and calories throughout the day because i'm uh exercising like five days a week right now and because i know you're dying to know this is like the schedule is that I will do an arm day, a leg day, an ab day, and then cardio one day. And then usually I'll like repeat one of those on the fifth day. Okay. That's what I do. 
Um, and that works for me, but I'm also, like, doing progressive overload so that I can get fucking ripped, mate. So I'm, like, upping my weight that I'm lifting. <laughs> Jesus. Um, like, every session or every other session or every couple of sessions at the very least, you know what I mean? And so, by doing that, I do, I'm seeing results for sure. Like, I feel a lot stronger than when I wasn't focusing, even a few months ago, I wasn't focusing this hard on, like, progressive overload and really trying to, like, push myself to see what I could do. So, I'm seeing the results, but I also feel fucking hungry all the time now. And, like, I, uh, I noticed over the last two weeks in particular then my body was like, you have to do something different about your diet situation. Because I had a pretty solid, like, um, diet, like, routine. Eat, you know, eating, my eating habits were different. And now I'm like, I really have never had to be that aware of my protein intake. And now I do. And that's annoying. <laughs> and that's annoying. And I don't really like that very much because that means... I have to, eating has now become a, t- a task, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess it was sometimes before, just because of, like, neurodivergence. It's like an ADHD thing, isn't it? Where you're like, I haven't eaten all day, and I, d- I didn't mean to do that, but here I am, and it's, like, fucking 3 p.m., and I'm starving, because I've just been focusing on other shit. But, um, I mean task in the way that it's like, I have to think more, um, I have to think more. I have to, I have to, what's the word that I'm looking for? Proactively is not the word, but like, I need to, I need to be more intentional. There we go. About, um, what I'm eating and not what I mean, just that there's more protein in what I'm eating is what I'm trying to say, because I think. I eat, some of my friends in the past have described me as a little bit granola because I'm, because I've been vegan for so long and I genuinely enjoy like vegan food. I genuinely, I am that annoying person who likes vegetables and salads. And so I think I was eating like fairly, um, like healthy before, but I just never was like thinking about, okay, like what's in this I know that there's probably good stuff because we've got greens and we got you know let's say some beans and you know, you know what I'm saying I follow um some dietitians that are really helpful for me particularly Abby Sharp if you don't follow her on Instagram if you're interested in like meal planning or just like realistic information or um you know takes she reviews a lot of people who do like um what I eat in the what I eat in a day things she'll review their day of eating and she'll just be like real about it like yeah this will help you lose weight but it's not a balanced diet or whatever and it's not realistic or like you know I think I've said before that counting calories is not good for me so I don't do that I'm just trying to like be more cognizant of the amount of protein like really getting protein in my diet um for every single meal you know making that a priority but um yeah Abby Sharp on Instagram I think she's on TikTok as well she's incredible I think she's Canadian and she just like um yeah has some really really good information about like balancing 
your meals and keeping yourself satiated and not restricting, which is the important part, especially when you're somebody working out. You know what I mean? You don't want to be restricting. You need your you need, you need extra uh, calories and uh, vitamins and minerals and all of the things. You know what I mean? So where was I at? Yeah. So what I'm trying to do now is just like when I go to the store I make it seem like this has been so much of a like a huge chore but it's just been a little shift mentally and even that amount of little change sometimes for a neurodivergent brain is an adjustment and I'm not doing it perfectly I'm playing with my hair a lot and I'm afraid now that that's going to pick up on the mic and it's going to be very annoying the like scratchy sound yeah, so, you know, I go to, like, Trader Joe's, and I'm like, let's just buy things right out the gate that are, like, high protein, and then that will make my life easier, and that has been working, but I just feel like I'm eating more, and I am eating more now, and then I have to go grocery shopping more often, and I have to make sure, I have to be aware of what I'm eating, and the I've got to put mental energy into it, you know? So, like, have, you know, tofu for one. I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, like, the beef bulgogi thing that has a good amount of protein. And then I'll have, like, tofu for another meal. And then there's this, like, um, chickpea salad sometimes that I get from Trader Joe's. And that also has a good amount. And I've talked about when I go to the gym, I'll get, like, a couple little jerkies um, from the gym. And I think each of those has, like... 10 grams of protein in each one so that's like 20 grams just from a couple little jerky treats and that I love that but I just you know (laughs) I don't like this side of it for some reason why is that I don't know if we need to explore that we've been talking about this for too long but I'm like why do I why do I care if I need to eat more protein why is that bothering me because i have some sort of preconceived idea of 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 what weightlifters are like and i'm becoming that and i'm insecure about it maybe i don't know i don't know (laughs) that's all i had for sensory nightmare of the week hyperfixation of the week um i got some new pants and they're very cute so Laura and I went to went on like a shopping trip uh, maybe a week ago or so. I don't know. Um, and we, we were getting stuff for this trip that we're taking to the Oregon coast, which is going to be lovely. I'm so excited about it. It's just going to be me and my bestie in a little Airbnb, and it's got a freaking hot tub. And we're like steps away from the beach. And neither of us have been to um, the Oregon coast. I've been to Portland a handful of times in the last, you know, I don't know, five, ten years. I don't know. I've been there a bunch because we're not that far away from Portland. Um, But it's just like, you know, if you go an extra hour or so, an hour and some change, you get to the ocean. And I just haven't really um, tried that hard to be to 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 do that (laughs) and she wanted to she she really wanted hadn't seen the ocean in a while and was like i want to i just want to go and so we're going it's gonna be so cute and so much fun and so 
what was the other thing? I was going to say two things at once, at the same fucking time. I'm afraid of the ocean, kind of. Not kind of, I am. <laughs> I don't mind, uh, the beach is lovely. Love it. I do love it. Swimming in the ocean, that's a different story. Uh, I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but why not? You know what I mean? I <laughs> I had a honeymoon once. At one point, I was married. And on our honeymoon, we went to Maui. And it was incredible. It was, I cried all day the day that I had to leave that place because it was the, one, the, the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen in my whole life. It was so gorgeous. And then I felt bad for going there as a tourist because, you know what I mean? Stupid. It was stupid. So, preserve native lands, you know what I mean? And native cultures. Fuck. So, 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 so. I went there and it was it's stunning. Fucking incredible. And um, I went to the beach, as you do. I saw some turtles and that was incredible. You don't touch them. You're not supposed to touch them because, you know, yeah, it, fucks, it, fucks, it fucks it up. I don't know. You don't need to put your weird hands, <laughs> my weird hands. I didn't need to put my weird fucking grubby little hands on the wildlife there and fuck up their shit. So I didn't do it. I didn't touch them and you shouldn't either. Um, <laughs> why, why am I lecturing you so much? I was scared to go in, in the ocean because sharks and it's just so big and wide and open. You don't know what's in there, do you? I don't. And there was like jellyfish um, warnings when I was there. They'll put up a sign with, like, colors, you know? If it's a red day, then it's like, beware. There's jellies about. And that happened on a couple of days, and I was so fucking scared of stepping on, like, a sea urchin or a jellyfish or something that I was just really scared to even, like, go in. I, like, waited a little bit in there, but not much more than that. I'm fine with closed body of bodies of water, like lakes and... I guess rivers aren't really closed bodies of water, are they? But that's fine. The ocean is a different beast altogether. Uh, you know, I pro- if I was on a boat, I feel that I have done that before. Like, been been in the ocean on a boat? Did I do that? I went whale watching when I was a lot younger. I think I was on a boat for that. <laughs> um, and I remember watching, seeing some whales, and that was rad so sick whales don't scare me very much i've heard that people get scared of whales because they're just so insanely gigantic but something about them is kind of peaceful to me but like every other jellyfish a tiny little box jellyfish scares the fucking piss out of me um i don't know that i've weighed eh, yeah i don't know i think i'd be scared to like wade if i was on a boat out in the middle of the ocean i think i'd be scared i think i could work myself up to do it and then I'd probably be fine, but I'd be scared. So anyway, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're just going to go check check out the ocean. Um, and relax, you know? It's going to be a really chill, n- low stress, low obligation time. And, I, and I'm excited about that. And so we went shopping. We went shopping to get some stuff that we, that um, Laura needed for this trip, right? So we went to a couple shops, got some stuff that she needed, some like um, new luggage and stuff like that. Um, we were just having a good time. And so she was like, oh, is there any other places you want to go? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go to the mall and just like see. 
So we went there, and I don't remember what store we went to first, but found these Levi's that are like, um, kind of like baggy leg camo, uh, pants. <laughs> um, but they like, they have a little drawstring that like cinches at the ankle, which I think is really cute. They're like mid-rise camo pants, and I, and, and I like them. And they're like, they're not loose around the waist, which I like. Makes my butt still look good. And I saw them and I was like, need to have, must have, I will buy them immediately. And then I couldn't find them in my size. So we, what did we do? We went to like six different stores to try to find them for me. Couldn't find my exact size. That's one thing I will say that I like about Levi's is they're predictable. Good for a neurodivergent brain, you know what I mean? Every every what am I saying every pair of pants that I buy I know exactly what to expect with their sizing system so I was like I know that I need exactly this size and I just couldn't find anywhere so I bought it online and I received them and they're so cute I want to wear them all the time you know you just just you just do neurotypicals cling so tightly onto like a piece of clothing because I do when I really, really like a piece of clothing, I'm like, I love this. It makes me feel good in my body. I think it's cute and it's stylish and it's comfortable. If you can check off all those boxes, I'm, I'm going to want to wear that it every day. I want to get it in every color so that I can wear it every single day. But I won't. I'm, I won't do that. But I'm sure I'll take them on my trip. Take a little photo for y'all in them because they're cute anything else on hyperfixation of the week no this was on my mind and i got a pre-record is what i said in my note i'm sting i'm singing a lot on this episode which brings us into our new segment okay this is something it's a missed op that i've had for 11 episodes stim of the week because a lot of people have uh the same stim for years and years and years maybe their whole life but often you'll have other ones that kind of come and go here and there and um let's talk about it (laughs) let's talk about it you know what i mean i was talking to i say you know what i mean too fucking much i was talking to laura the other day about this um which is like ticks and i don't know if it's improper to call them ticks when it relates to neurodivergence. But I he- I've heard I heard someone with ADHD call certain like repetitive mannerisms of theirs ticks. And I just don't know the science or the neurology, is that the word? Behind what makes a like a a Tourette's tick a tick versus like other types of neurotypes you know what I mean I don't know if it's a tick in the same way is what I'm trying to say I don't know if it's like a compulsion like a need to do it but it is some I don't know if it is for me because I it's stuff that I do kind of without thinking about it but maybe that's also how it it presents in Tourette's because I don't know I, I don't experience Tourette's and I am ignorant because I don't I haven't talked to people who have Tourette's is Tourette's, wow, maybe I'm talking on my ass fully right now. Is Tourette's on the, sp- in the, in the umbrella? Is it like a neurodivergent, neurological condition? I'm, I'm trying to educate myself in real time here. Tourette's syndrome is a neurodivergent identity. Okay, okay, okay. Commonly, 
co-occurs with ADHD. Okay, so it is in this, it's okay. Get it, I got it, I gotcha. Okay, I've, I've, I'm, I, I get it, <laughs> I'm educated now. So Tourette's is in the neurodivergent umbrella. Okay, oh, that's so good for me to know. Um, okay, so tick, I was um, talking about ticks. Laura will know what I was, this converse, think of, of this conversation that we had in the car. And um, maybe this will be a learning thing for her and for other people as well as me. Then maybe we do. Maybe all neurodivergent people experience ticks in a kind of a similar way. Wow, how did I not know this? Huh. Well, now I do. Um, but anyway, ticks. <laughs> I heard someone talking about the ticks that they do. And, um, I, and I have a few. I do... A few things with my hands. Um, the first one that I've done as long as I can remember for my entire life. When I've been anxious, I will like rub like that, like rub my palms together until like it creates enough friction that I'm like rubbing, <laughs> rubbing the skin off of my hands. I don't know if I've talked about. I don't think I've talked about that before. But I just like rub my palms together in different ways. Uh, yeah, to like, to like rub the skin off of my hands, which sounds horrific and gross. Um, but it's not really, it doesn't like cause me any discomfort. It just, I don't know. That, and I've done it less and less now that I have, um, fidget toys and things that I can use instead. Um, because that, it, I mean, it's like, it's, it's one of those things that I developed as a kid because I didn't have another outlet for stimulation. And so, yeah, I've always done that where I just like rub my hands together and I catch myself doing it all the time. And then I'm like, well, instead of that, I could like use something else instead of like, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't cause me any discomfort, but it, it doesn't feel like the best habit that I could have. But I guess there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? So, um, that one, I also do this thing where I like, I don't know how to describe this over audio, but I like kind of twist my index finger through the like crook of my um thumb does that make sense the space between your index finger and your thumb the like crook of your palm right there I like twist my finger through that I don't know if that makes any sense at all but I do that one a lot when I'm feeling kind of anxious what else I don't know I put this note on here yeah because I realize in like 12 episodes, I really haven't talked about, um, yeah, stimming and the types of things that I do. When I'm really, really excited, I definitely like will jump up and down and, um, flap my little arms around, flap my little flappers. Um, that's when I get really excited when I'm like, cannot contain myself. I do a little, little flippy flap. Um, but that's kind of a newer one. That one feels good to do in my body. But, you know, a lot of people recognize that particular uh, movement as being autistic because it feels, uh, it just feels right. It feels good. And I'm sure other neurodivergent people will, like, agree with me on that. That's, that there's common movements that uh, neurodivergent people will do that just feel right. But because um, some stims are more common and more identifiable as being like autistic or what have you, um, I have suppressed some of those for 
ever, you know? Like some, like ones like that where I was like, I, I remember being a child and doing that kind of movement or a similar movement and people like commenting on it negatively. And so I definitely like tried to not to do that. So I'm kind of reintroducing some of those movements that are common for a reason because it like moves your body, your oftentimes your whole body in like a really satisfying way and just allowing myself to do that and without judgment you know which is cool which is sick the other thing that I do um is if I have any this is my note says if I have any slight minor inconvenience I dance around and blast music in my ears I know I said before that sometimes I like it's hard for me to watch a show or a movie when I'm by myself too like if I'm with someone else and we're watching a movie, I'll watch the whole movie all the way through, no problem, because I don't want to ruin their movie watching experience, but if I'm by myself, home alone, and I'm watching a show that excites me, or a movie that I like, that I'm enjoying, I will often pause to, like, let out some energy, just some stimulation, uh, and a lot of times for me, that, that comes in the form of dancing, that's been a very healthy expression for me is I pop on my headphones and I turn my music up literally full blast (laughs) and then I'll just dance around and process that stimulation or that feeling or that whatever a lot of times it's just happiness giddiness joy for a couple minutes and then I'll and then I go back to watching my show or whatever but sometimes that does be in doing that it does double your watch time you know it takes me twice as long to watch a movie or a show sometimes um yeah and lately I mean kind of all the time but lately in particular Whitney Houston is my like go-to my favorite song of all time is I want to dance with somebody um literally my favorite song of all time and um yeah I found myself yesterday just singing um I will always love you but also is it called I have I have nothing 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 if I don't have you I was just singing that portion of the song over and over and over and over and over yesterday which is what kind of triggered me to to want to talk about this because I think it's so fun what a fun thing for us to be able to share with each other just like different vocal stems you know have I talked about echolalia on the show before this is a phenomenon phenomenon is probably not the right word but like this is a a symptom or a it's just a thing it's just a thing that is present in um neurodivergent people where we will hear this was such a big part of me like realizing that I was neurodivergent was me hearing that other people did the same thing when I was little I um and like all throughout my teens and 20s and stuff like that I was kind of known as the friend who could quote movies like sometimes from beginning to end word for word exactly and in the same like uh, d- d- uh, cadence, tone, intonation. Is that a word? That word just popped in my brain and I'm not sure if that's a word. Um, in the same like ebb and flow, 
in the same tone um as as and I felt like I needed to say it in that way you know what I mean it bothered me when someone would be like oh I'm gonna I oh you remember that quote from fucking stepbrothers or whatever and then they would say it and I'd be like yeah but you said it wrong you know you said it wrong you didn't say it in the same cadence that he said it in and you didn't say the exact words that he said so you're wrong okay (laughs) that was my entire like childhood experience where like being the obnoxious child it was like correcting people or just like it just brought me some kind of satisfaction to (laughs) to say it exactly correctly how I was supposed to so I always did that I still do that and it bothers me if I don't if I don't feel like I'm parroting some like yeah like a bird parroting something exactly how it's supposed to be parroted uh what was I getting at oh that was a whole that was a big reason or that was a big um uh uh words um I'm like waving my arm around like a like a flag you know what I mean not like like a green flag like a like a that was an indicator there we go um, that I was neurodivergent, that I do, that action is called echolalia. There's a word for it. It is a thing where someone will say something and it like scratches a certain part of your brain. And so you repeat it in that exact same fashion, like the same cadence and tone and everything. Cause it just feels good to repeat the thing that they just said. Or you'll be like, you know me where you're like something this is how my brain works during a conversation someone will say and I'm sure that someone else has said this in a more in a better more profound funnier way someone will say like I ate cheese today and then just the way that they said cheese the tone of of their voice when they said cheese I'll be like oh let me search through the data bank and I'll be like, yeah, you know who used that exact tone was so-and-so in this movie from 2002. And then I will be like, that reminds me of this. And then people will be like, haha, I guess that's cool or whatever. But it's just a never-ending cycle in a conversation where I'll be like, oh, that sound you just made with your mouth reminds me of this other thing. And then that reminds me of another thing. And then that reminds me of another thing. And I'll just, I could keep going on that forever and ever. And that's echolalia, you know? Like, there's this auditory thing. I think I also am, like, uh, particularly inclined to, or, or, or positioned for auditory processing, if that makes sense. Like, my brain, I'm not, like, a... I don't want to say I'm not a visual learner, but I'm more auditory than anything else, which I think is weird. Yeah, and I think that's like an extra thing because I'm sure lots of neurodivergent people process things in a myriad of ways. But like, yeah, like some people are like kinetic learners. They have to like pick things up with their hands and they just have to do it. Or some people need to watch a video and see people do it. I like to hear instruction. I want people to explain it to me. I don't want to read it. Nope. I don't want to look and read instructions with my eyeballs. I want someone to tell me how to do it. And then I can do it. Then I understand it. And so that, I think, like, <laughs> makes it feel like double the auditory focus for me, if that makes sense. Like, I like 
processing things in that auditory way. And then in addition to that, I do the echolalia bit a lot. Which is why I have a podcast, I think. (laughs) Processing things verbally just feels good to me. So that was, we were talking about stims of the week. And a lot of times they're, they're, um, vocal stims. Uh, just from some shit that I saw on TikTok or, uh, (laughs) my brain is getting tired. I'm getting eepy sleepy tired. Um, do I want to take a nap today? I don't know. We'll see. I've got another cup of tea here. So that I don't take a nap, but maybe I will. We don't know. The world is our oyster, folks. Okay. Is that everything I wanted to talk about with Stim of the Week? Yeah. So maybe I'll do that every week. If I have a new one to talk about. A new vocal thing or a new way of moving my body or something that I think is funny. I will share it with you. All right, let's, it's time for the tonal shift. (laughs) Quirky, silly things that made me angry. Dishonesty. I don't get it. I do not get it, dude. This is a thing that's been, I've been talking about with my friends over the last several days is like, my autistic brain does not fucking understand that people are deceitful that they have the capacity for deceit or or for lying of uh i I know that that it's like on the tip of my tongue that there's like a better way to describe what the feeling that i'm talking about but um like the people have the capacity to omit information fucks me up or like omit not information but how they really their intentions I don't fucking like that, and I wish everyone would stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Because I take things at face value, and I don't think I'm wrong. I'm gonna die on this hill. I don't think that I'm wrong for thinking this way or believing this way. You're weird for not just telling me (laughs) the way that you actually feel. If you feel a certain way about me or about our interaction or about anything, really... And you say something to me that isn't just telling me directly what you honestly 100% feel. Stop it. Because that's impossible for me to navigate. Because whatever you tell me, I believe it. So if you, if you, if we went out and got cheeseburgers and you were like, Trisha, I really like this cheeseburger. It's, it's, it's good. Maybe, and maybe you're saying that because you don't want to hurt my feelings or something. Because let's say we got vegan cheeseburgers and you're like, I don't want to hurt Trisha's feelings. This is not very good. And if I say that it's not very good, she's going to feel bad because she's a vegan. I won't feel bad. I won't. I literally won't. And I feel that way about most things. I think I'm very good unless you're, you know, it's not hard to not be an asshole. You can give me almost any piece of feedback, honestly, and I will take it well. Because you're just being direct with me, you know? If someone was critical and was like, you're stupid, your outfit looks dumb, you're an idiot, that's mean. But if you're like, I don't like this food that I know that you like, or I don't like this show that I know that you like, or I don't like whatever, something, it's, I won't take that personally. That's your opinion. 
that's your opinion and sometimes people can be wrong sometimes you're wrong and i'm right (laughs) no i'm just kidding um you know what i mean it's been fucking me up lately to try to wrap my brain around this i had a conversation with the girls this was probably a couple months ago at this point i think it was because it was for chelsea's birthday we went and got sushi that's not important to the story but we did and we were talking about for some reason we were talking about cheating at um like board games and i said something like if someone told me that chelsea was cheating at the board game i would say no she isn't because she wouldn't do that because i i I feel like i'm just I, i would take things at face value i know who chelsea is on the whole as a person and that's a good person you know what i mean and also i think that you know there in that example the like this autistic uh not extreme but intense feeling of um right and wrong or justice kicks in where i'm like all of my friends are right because they're beautiful and perfect in every way and so they would never do anything wrong ever which also isn't good because everyone's a flawed human being and we need to give each other and ourselves grace to make mistakes but I just don't ever have the thought in my mind that someone would or could want to intentionally deceive me. You know what I mean? So even in like the board game scenario, I'd just be like, well, I know Chelsea and she's, I don't think about it this deeply in the moment, but I, my brain would be like, there's no reason that she would possibly have to want to deceive me or ruin the game that we're playing so she just wouldn't do that you know what I mean and so I feel that same way about like lots of interactions like the cheating thing if there was a reason if I was like oh we're all cheating because that's funny we're all it's a game that involves cheating or even if it didn't if, if I was like oh that makes sense that she's doing that because it's a little it's a little funny little jab or whatever I don't know if that somehow made sense for the game we were playing then I'd be like okay got it that's part of it but if it doesn't feel logical to me it's so hard for me to like one plus one equals two on that shit and I'm saying this because I've had lots of interactions that I didn't understand because of my autism like It just doesn't cross my mind that someone would tell me that they feel one way about me and they would actually feel a different way. It doesn't compute. That does not fucking compute to me, especially in a romantic situation. If someone tells me I don't have feelings for you or I just want to be your friend, I believe that because that's what you said to me. And then if I come to find out later or just due to your actions, all of a sudden I'm feeling uncomfy or I'm like, hey, this, they, these actions are not matching up with what they told me. And I know that they would be honest with me because that's what they said. They said that they wanted to be friends. And so why is that it's not matching up for me? They wouldn't lie to me. You know what I mean? And so then I fall into a fucking conundrum of like, what am I supposed to believe? And I just, my, literally my brain does not work in that way. I cannot change my brain to start anticipating people's dishonesty. Can't do it. I physically couldn't do it if I tried. So I just don't know how to like reconcile that. 
And I don't think I need to. I think that's your fucking problem. Sorry. You know, the rest of the population who's not autistic or neurodivergent, I think you need to change your fucking behavior. And I actually mean that. If you have feelings for me, tell me. If you don't have feelings for me, tell me. It won't make me upset, especially if it's like early on. This is what I'm getting at is like, it's been really difficult for me to like try to learn to, huh? It's been really try, (laughs) it's been really hard for me to try to make new friends because I just take everything at face value. And then what I'll do is I'll go talk to my friends about this interaction that I've had where I'm like, hey, I just made a new another new friend and I'm so, you know, the more that I've been putting myself out there, the more opportunity, what do you know, the more opportunity I've had to make new friends. And that's been sick. That's been so cool. I'm so insanely grateful for that opportunity to just like meet new people. But I, I do not want to have to read between the lines. I don't want to do it. Dude, my phone is blowing up in the group chat right now. Sorry. I'm sure it's something really funny that the girls are talking about. Let's, let's look it up. Huh? Let's, let's pull it up. Let's see. Huh? (laughs) Oh, girls. Oh, you're so funny. I did it. I did a TikTok. I did a TikTok where I was doing the voice of um, Link and, Ze- and Zelda from Zelda. And my friend thought it was really funny. <laughs> so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, don't, just tell me what what's going on with you. If you're... I know that that's like scary, but my autistic, let's, let's fucking talk about it, all right, let's talk about it, because I have always been this way, where people have, have called me, I'm not brave, I'm not ballsy, I'm not particularly, well, maybe I'm a little bit, (laughs) I just don't think that I am, because I feel like this is how all people should feel, and what I'm trying to say is, if I like someone, if I have feelings for someone, I will fucking let you know, dude. I will let you know. I remember being like a teenager and I was always like, I don't want to beat around the bush and I don't like having unresolved feelings. So when I was a teenager, there was a lot of me when I had crushes on the boys where I would think I would be like, okay, I'm picking up on a vibe. This, this boy is giving me signals that maybe he's flirting with me, that he's interested in me. I'm picking it up. So then my brain would go, oh, I also feel the same way that they feel. So let's fucking address it. I'm going to say, I like you. Do you like me? Do you want to be my boyfriend? And people would be like, that's bold, Trisha. And I'm like, I just don't think it is. I just don't think it is. I'm not trying to be, you know, bold when I do those things. I just, let's just talk, let's just talk about it. Let's just be straight up. And I still feel like that to this day. People have told me like, oh, Trisha, you're bold for sending this message to somebody over social media. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be. I don't also, just for the record, I don't do that very often. I'm not sliding into people's DMs, really, ever. But it does happen. It has happened in the past and on occasion when I've been like, this person seems sick, I like what they're about, 
I'm going to put myself out there and just say how I feel. Because that, it feels wrong to me and, like, almost painful. Not painful, that's dramatic, but, like, it feels very uncomfortable for me to not just say how I feel. Do other neurodivergent people feel like that? I just want to, I just, I'm just like, I'm going to address the issue. That's how I feel. It's, it, yeah, I'm just like, you seem fucking sick. If you're into me, sick. If you're not, that's also cool. And I'm learning actually, you know, the last part, that was me being deceitful with myself for a while, but I actually am starting to feel like that now. <laughs> but for a long time, I would be like, I'm going to put myself out there because that I need to do that. I feel a deep uh, need to do that and just address it. But then if I felt like I was getting rejected by them, I would be absolutely crushed. But I've made progress on that part. I really do think that I have made progress on that. So does that make me a hypocrite? I don't know. If I... No, I don't think so. <laughs> because what else am I going to say? It's like, <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> hey, I'm into you. Are you into me? If you say no, I'm going to be emotionally devastated. <laughs> But that's, you know, that's the reality of it <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I'm being respectful of a, pers a person's autonomy and their ability to say no to me. And I will take the no. Does it hurt sometimes? Yeah, fuck yeah, it hurts. But I will go on. And I'll live my life and I'll be fine. And I'm getting better at that part of realizing that when people reject me, that doesn't deplete my worth. It doesn't subtract from my worth. I'm still just as awesome as I was when I first sent that message. I'm just not that person's cup of tea or I'm just not that person's cup of tea right now. It's not the right person or the right time or something. You know what I mean? But that's how I feel. I feel, I wish people would fucking do that. I wish people would just tell me how they feel, would be direct because I just, it just doesn't make, it, I, and I just, like, don't have the mental space or emotional capacity to, like, put energy into stuff that's not being said. Does that make sense? You know? When people tell me stories or they'll be like, yeah, I met my boyfriend because he followed me on Instagram, and then six months later, he started liking some of my photos, and then three months after that, he was you know, Snapchatting me or whatever. I'm like, that's a banana's timeline <laughs> to me. Not to rush people. Like, maybe, you know, if you started talking to someone, you both didn't know how you felt about each other until nine months later or whatever. That makes sense. But if there was like a flirtatious connection when you both followed each other on Instagram, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I just feel like I want to, I'm not trying to rush anything. I just want you to know that I care about you. That I think you're fucking sick. And then we can do whatever we want with that information and you can also tell me to fuck off or whatever. No rushing into anything at all. Friendships or relationships or otherwise. But I just, I'm not going to hold in the information. Why are we doing that? Why are we holding in information for years sometimes instead of just telling people how we fucking feel? Tell someone how you feel today. Do it. I'm serious. I'm fucking dead serious. I don't care who it is. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be a risky message that you're sending to your crush. 
But tell your friend or somebody how you really feel about them today. Okay? You'll feel better once you do it. <laughs> you will. I really think that we need to adopt this. The yeah, It's the in-between not knowing times that crushes my soul. And I don't like that. And why are we doing that to ourselves? Why are we choosing to live in uncertainty? Huh? Ask yourself that fucking question. That was stuff that makes me angry. What are you anxious about now? Not doing exactly what I'm quote unquote supposed to be doing on any given day. Trying to learn through positive self-talk and repetition that I'm right where I need to be on any given day. I don't know how much expansion I need to do on that. But I am really working on that. Like today, for example, and um, the last two days, I worked out, not to go back to fucking working out, but I worked out, I've been working out five days a week. That's a lot. And I, and, and, and adjusting my like diet and stuff to that, my body's been fucking tired, exhausted. Yesterday, I was very tired. I didn't really want to do much of anything except take the dog for a walk, you know? I did a little cleaning and stuff, I think, but not really very much more, and I don't really feel like doing anything today. I'm recording the podcast. That's a little, that's a good little thing. It's also raining today, so I might not take Miri for a walk if it's going to be super wet outside. She won't like that. She hates water. Um, but that's fine. You know, I woke up today, and I, also because I didn't get enough sleep last night, I felt anxious, and so... I was like, I should be doing something today. Do you ever, do do neurodivergent, other neurodivergent people feel like that where sometimes you just, your head pops off the pillow first thing in the morning and you're like, I'm wrong. I'm doing something wrong already because I, I feel like that big time. Um, I feel wrong a lot of the time. (laughs) I'm trying to not do that anymore. Trying to not do that. I'm trying to, I'm working on my reflexes. That's what it is. It's okay for me to wake up in the morning and think I'm doing something wrong or I'm wrong. I mean, it's not really okay, but that's where I'm at right now. So I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. And then I'm trying to work on my reflexes to be like, well, what's wrong about that? You know, my inner monologue, my self-talk is what I'm working on to be like, there's nothing wrong with me having a couple days in a row where I feel like doing almost nothing. And also, it's actually very necessary for your autism. So chill out, chill out for a second. If your body is telling you that you're tired because you worked out a lot this week and you're adjusting your diet, sleep or something. Goddamn, stop making it such a big deal. lay down or whatever god (laughs) why do you have to announce it to the whole world on a fucking podcast i'm tired you guys and let's unpack that god it is (laughs) so obnoxious (laughs) oh gee whiz gee willikers um is that all i wanted to say yeah yeah that's good for that (laughs) Socially problematic. I sent Chelsea a TikTok the other day. Don't kick me. Don't kick me, Miriam Webster. Um, I sent Chelsea a TikTok the other day that was, it said something, it was a, oh, I'm always towing this line of, if this, if this person said something that upsets me or like rubs me the wrong way, what's the line in between 
checking someone who's been unchecked for a long time and like putting them in their place and giving them grace because maybe they're just having a really terrible shitty day and I feel like that I feel that to my core I feel like that's what I think about every single interaction that I have with people that I don't know very well is I usually err on the side of being like well this person said something that I that's kind of rubbing me the wrong way I don't know if I love what they just said and um my brain will be like oh they're maybe they're having a weird day maybe they're having a weird week maybe they're having a weird month maybe they're having a weird year (laughs) and that's happened to me you know I've had lots of weird years in my life and I would have loved if someone just gave me some grace to make a mistake or to say something a little off or whatever and not be so judgy So maybe it's just, I should just, you know, that's usually what I do is err on that side. But then sometimes people say things that are so blatantly wrong that my brain is like, hmm, allow people to make mistakes and learn from them, Trisha, and grow from them on their own if they need to. And then the other part of my brain is like, maybe this fucker has been walking around doing this thing that's making people uncomfortable for a long time. And maybe they just came across the the last bitch that they're going to do that to. You know what I mean? As I've learned to like actually stand up for myself for once in my life over the last couple of years, I've, I've started addressing more things like that head on that it's like, hey, I don't know if this is how you meant that, but it kind of came across in like a shitty way. So maybe this is a learning op for you, a little learning op for ya. Um, but I'd say that happens one out of every 10 times within the scenario that I'm describing. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time I'm just like, eh, I'm going to let, I'll let it slide. Does that make sense to anybody? But it's like, if you're talking to someone and they just say something out of pocket and you're like, that was weird for you. Or maybe it's not weird for you. I don't know you that well. Maybe I need to be like, hey, that was crazy what you just said. Are you saying that to people all the time? Because that's, you shouldn't do that. That's off-putting and strange. (laughs) Or you can, you know, be gentler and approach it and be like, I think that could have been perceived in a way that you didn't intend for it to be perceived. And, um, just want to let you know, you know, but, 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 but it's, it's, what am I saying? It's, um, yeah. Like what's that line? I don't know what, where that line exists for me or for my autism. I find myself battling that all the time because I fucking overthink everything, you know? Like what I just said a second ago where I was like, I don't need to unpack everything. That's so, (laughs) that's so fucking true, bestie. Oh my God. That's so true. But I do. I literally am overthinking. When I see people on TikTok and elsewhere that are like uh, talking about starting medications and things that help them, they'll be like, oh, I have a quiet brain now. I I can't fathom what that's like because I can and will overthink anything if you put me in a in a solitary room huh that doesn't make sense in a room solitary by myself with nothing on the walls nothing on the floor no furniture no nothing a blank room with nothing I would find shit to overthink about in that room you know what I mean the way that the floor feels on my tootsies or something I don't 
it's just, I really could, uh, uh, there was a crazy word that just flew in and out of my brain. Pontificate? Let's Google that. Pontificate. <laughs> Is this a word? Pont, yeah, 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 Portofino. <laughs> I have a degree in writing, y'all. Yeah, yes. Okay, I need to trust myself more. Pontificate. Express one's opinion in a way that's considered annoying, pompous, and dogmatic. Oh, it's particularly religious. That's annoying. But doesn't uh, doesn't the root of all English words and language go back to fucking Christianity? <laughs> doesn't it? I don't believe in organized religion, but I respect people's dogmatic beliefs. All right? If you believe in a Christian God, you're welcome here. But if you've ever been a part of a church camp that tries to send people to, 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 to camp to not be gay anymore, you're not welcome here. If you've ever excommunicated a family member because they're gayness or transness or anything like that, you're not welcome here. Okay? All right. You can believe whatever you want. But I'm just saying, historically, there are some not super awesome, you know, <laughs> things attached to Christianity. We're not going to get in on that. We're not going to go down that right now. But I pontificated <laughs> on what? What was I saying? On anything. <laughs> I, I will pontificate on anything. <laughs> literally anything you could hand me an orange and I would that's why I have a creative writing degree because I can fucking bullshit my way through anything dude you could hand me an orange and be like Trisha explain the symbolism of this orange and I will I would give you an hour-long dissertation on it I'm not kidding I will do it <laughs> Oh, boy. So, in my overthinking, <clears throat> in my overthinking, I'm just trying to optimize. You know what I mean? My brain is Optimus Prime is what I'm trying to say. It's just, I think I mentioned in the last episode that um, my brain is always trying to problem solve. It always, 24-7, feels like I'm in problem solving mode. Like I'm in optimization mode. And I've heard people say, I think in some videos, like, if you're, if you're, if your brain is stuck in that mode, then you're stuck in some sort of fight or flight CPTSD thing, which I, you know, I've, I've experienced that as well. But I don't know if that's true for me anyway. I think that's kind of just part of autism is that your brain is optimizing. The logical side of it is like, how do I do better all the time? How do I do? What do I do? Where do I do? Someone told me on um, a dating app that I did like that voice. Um, it's on my, <laughs> it's on my hinge. You know the voice prompt. I did that voice where I was like, "I'm here in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, talking to this five foot one bisexual woman," um, and people were telling me that I sounded like Philomena Kunk. And I'm so flattered. I, like, three or four people told me that. And I wasn't doing that impression. But I guess unintentionally, when I do a British accent, that's what I sound like. And that's so awesome. I'm stoked about that. 
uh <laughs> where was i where was i at yeah because i'm because i am optimizing all the time i'm trying to figure out how to best uh confront a certain or 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 come at or address interactions particularly problematic ones or ones that feel yeah i think i've said enough about this i think i've said enough let's move on revelation of the week i'm doing way better than i give myself credit for I'm privileged in my ability. I have a solid routine. I care for myself and my body. But on days when I just don't have it in me to do my quote-unquote normal routine, that is not failure. That's accommodation. My progress doesn't need to look like everyone else's progress. Say it for the people in the back. (laughs) Say it louder. (laughs) This is the singing episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying too hard to align my progress to neurotypical progress, what that looks like, you know? Or people that I admire, people that I admire, uh, which live a completely different lifestyle from me, one that is uh, totally and wholly unattainable uh, unattainable for me at this juncture in my life. I'm looking at them and going, that's what I want, and I want it now. It's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> you know? Um, and so then I feel bad about myself when I just need... Like, I kind of was talking about this in the last point, where it's like, I just I just need to chill out sometimes. I really need to take a fucking chill pill and say that I'm doing fine. People have been telling me that, that recently. That's not a bragging point at all. I think it's people recognizing how much stress and anxiety I put myself under in a, on a normal basis. And they're going, Trisha, you're fine. They take me by the shoulders and they say, you're fine. You're okay. <laughs> take a fucking breath. And I feel like I've had a few people say that to me re- recently that where they're like, you're doing so much better than you think that you are. Because my brain is so focused and I'm working on it on the state of lack, then I'm like, I could be doing this better. I could be at this achievement. I want to be at this achievement. I want to be at this point in my life that I can't even enjoy an, a, a day where I need to accommodate myself in a really slow, peaceful, chill-ass kind of way. You know, all progress is progress. That's not the phrase, but you know, every step is progress kind of thing. I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking about this with the podcast a lot, too. I'm learning just now, uh, at this point in my life, even though I've lived most of my life on the internet, that success doesn't happen overnight. I understand that as a concept, you know what I mean? And I'm also learning what success looks like to me. Like, fulfillment and creative, yeah, creative fulfillment is a separate thing that I care more about than quote-unquote success, traditional success. So I'm reframing some things like that. But I'm so excited that people are kind of trickling in and listening to the show and get in being excited about it that sometimes I'm like, oh, I just wanted to be out there with everyone. I want some, I know that there's interest in this and people are just not seeing it, you know, in the way that I want them to see it. En masse. <laughs> Broadcast from the 
from the hills. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare that would be. My voice. Ugh. Um, but um, taking it day by day. This is such a good learning opportunity for me right now to sit back and 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 see. I need. I really need to enjoy this time. This is a note to me, to Trisha. Enjoy this fucking time right now, because. It's just, I'm never going to be in this moment ever again. Like I said in the last episode, I got like 50 new followers uh, for this stupid show. 50 new people were interested in me and what I had to say. And that's so cool. And I've posted some videos since I had I chatted with y'all about that. And the rea- the engagement has been great. Has been the same not maybe not double you know like it was in that one video but excellent nonetheless in my opinion and so things are still kind of steadily organically trickling in and it is my brain that wants to um control things control the way that I'm perceived control the pace at which I'm perceived also that's a part of it I think that I haven't thought about that I'll have to unpack at some point that either it feels too fast or too slow sometimes. Does that make sense? And so people, are, yeah, people are trickling in at kind of an organic pace, which is fantastic. It's perfect. It's, it's exactly where it needs to be right now. And I'm working on saying that is the perfect pace. That's the perfect pace for my life right now. Ooh, that felt so good to say. <laughs> that felt so good to say. You should say that out loud to yourself and see if that feels good. Hmm. That's lovely. I love that. It's so cool. It's really cool to be where I'm at right now. Ooh, that's our, those were our affirmations for today. It's really cool to be where I'm at in my life right now. All the things that are meant for me, that are about to happen for me, are meant to happen when they're meant to happen. And I don't need to rush to get to those moments because I'm living right now and I'm learning things right now that I need to learn. I'm having experiences right now that I need to have to prepare me for those bigger moments. And for anybody that's listening right now, we already kissed in the last episode. And this is a <laughs> this is a Christian channel. This is <laughs> PG-13 show. We can, <laughs> I can't say that. I was going to say, no, I can't say that. We, we can, what's, we can, um, no, we can, we're, we're cuddling already. That's enough. That's enough. I don't need to, I don't need to start this inappropriate relationship with my audience. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Sorry that my brain is so inappropriate (laughs) uh thanks for listening truly truly from the bottom of my heart thanks for listening if you're listening right now i think that's all i wanted to talk about today those were our affirmations if you didn't do them out loud go back rewind and do them okay i love (laughs) you i'll talk to you next week bye be kind to yourself i love you (laughs) 